0: Welcome to Follow the Medical Record, where healthcare experts give insights into the increasing importance of following a patient's medical record through the health ecosystem with compliance, privacy, security, and efficiency front and center. This podcast is brought to you by MRO and hosted by Don Hardwick, Senior Vice President of Client Relations at MRO. Don has been in the health information management industry for over 40 years and has extensive knowledge of how medical records make their way through the healthcare ecosystem. At MRO, Don is responsible for strategic client engagement programs and overall client satisfaction. To hear from all of MRO's industry experts, be sure to visit MROcorp.com for additional content and to sign up for our monthly e-newsletter. Over to you, Don. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another session of Follow the Medical Record as we talk about clinical forms exchange. I'm your host, Don Hardwick. Thanks for listening today. As always, you can learn more about MRO and myself on our website at MROCORP.com. And please take a moment to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. By the way, you can also follow us, or please do follow us actually, on Twitter at MROCORP. I'm excited today to have not just one guest, as I usually do, but two guests on the show today, uh, Lucas Hart and Orlando Brody from MRO. So, Lucas, before we get started here into the topic, would you give our listeners a little bit about your background and your current role at MRO?
1: Hi, Don. Yes, thanks, thanks for having me on the show. So, my name is... Lucas Hart. I'm the director of disability services here at MRO. I've been in this position for about two years now, and I've been with the company going on seven years. A little bit of background about me um, I graduated with a degree um, in, in healthcare. Um, when I first started with uh, the company, I began as an account manager and have I've worked my way up to this position, uh, but that's, that's pretty much about it about me.
0: Awesome. Orlando, I'll, I'll turn to you and, uh, and do the same thing. If you would give us a, a little bit of your background and your current role.
2: Of course, thank you, Don. Uh, my name is Orlando Brody. I'm currently the Director of Operations uh, for our clinic side here at MRO. Uh, and a little bit of background on myself. Uh, grew up in Tennessee and post-college I moved to Nashville where I quickly learned of uh, Metacopy uh, and joined Metacopy about eight and a half years ago, uh, where I started in the distribution center, moved into our release of information, uh, saw an opportunity in our clinical uh, form exchange, um, and so led um, that department for a number of years before uh, being promoted to director of operations. Uh, Well, both of you have
0: uh, great backgrounds, actually, and been with the company for a while. So congratulations on your tenure there as well. Um, So this program has typically uh, looked at how the medical record plays a part in multiple functions in the healthcare ecosystem, if you will. And one of those items is how it interrelates with the information to support clinical experience with the patient and or financial uh, items with the patient. And one of those things that I I am interested in learning a little bit more about and our listeners to hear is the clinical forms exchange as you you guys uh, have titled it. And what role that those forms play in assisting the patient environment, either from a follow-up healthcare uh, situation or from a financial uh, situation. So, Lucas, I'll start with you and ask, what is the Clinical Forms Exchange? What does that entail?
1: Yes. So, when you're talking about the Clinical Forms Exchange, what that really means is that we offer disability fmla form completion to the healthcare providers that we partner with and what that comes down to is um, our experienced staff that we have on board here will uh, intake those forms and complete them on behalf of the doctor and now that we've kind of given you you know an idea of what that looks like i'd like to break it down a little bit more and go into like what the workflow looks like, to give you a better idea. If you would walk through that workflow, actually, what, for,
0: I'll take it back a little bit further, what stimulates, uh, if you would go back to what stimulates the, the beginning piece of that a form is needed for a patient?
1: So these, when we say, you know, disability FMLA, it could be for any patient that, would need those forms completed by their doctor's office so they're turning those forms into the doctor's office and that's kind of how we would pick it up from there and does that kind of answer what you were looking for
0: yeah do those form are the forms generally uh generated via an entity to the patient themselves and then the
1: patient comes to the doctor's office to be completed great question uh, We. We have a, a few different workflows. For the most part, those are normally tasked to us through the EMR system, and then we'll pull it from there, and then we'll place it in our care portal that we use to document everything. Other than that, uh, the, the patients can also send their forms directly to us. Um, you know, we we're very available to those patients. We give them many different ways to submit those forms because we know how stressful it is just thinking about that paperwork and, you know, having to submit it and get it turned in and filled out by your doctor. So we try to eliminate that on the front end as much as possible and just try to give them many different ways to submit it to us. So they can also send it to us uh, via email or we may have a fax number that they can send that to. Um, each each account that we partner with has a designated account manager. So it's kind of like their, you know, one-stop shop. That patient can reach out to that person person for, for all their needs regarding their paperwork. Does that help kind of explain that a little bit better? It does. And so from that
0: point, you or your team would get a notice that a form needs to be completed then what's your next steps in in making sure that form does get completed and then how is that form then uh distributed to the requesting party for it
1: so once we get that form we're going to put it into our system Uh, the care portal box.com is the platform that we use and then uh, the form is invoiced and it is either billed to the patient or the um, third-party company or it's billed to the insurance company, whoever is going to pay for that form. And also to mention, we do have some current partners that absorb that fee, um, but we can you know, discuss that further if needed. Um, but basically, once we get that invoice created and it's sent to who it's billed to, we um, will complete that form based on when we get the, when the payment is received. And then the form is completed within three business days upon payment. And what we do when we're completing that form is uh, that designated account manager who is assigned to that, that patient, that facility is going to remotely access that patient's chart and complete that form based on what is in the system. Um, so we are not making any judgment calls. We're completing everything based on what that provider has stated in that that patient's care in and, and that chart. And then after that, the form is uh, saved and we'll send it out to the requester or wherever the, the patient would like us to send it to. Some of them like us to send it directly back to them. Some of them just want us to go ahead and send it to their insurance or to their employer. So um, it really just, you know, takes all of the weight off of the facility and the patient and, you know, puts it on us. And we're able to, you know, carry that load for both parties through this process and make it really a streamlined system for both.
0: So in terms of volume, give our listeners a little bit of an idea of uh, what kind of volume of forms completion y'all see across the country.
1: On a daily basis, I would probably—I mean, think—I mean, we have—we have an average of forty employees in the department right now, right now, and on average, they're completing seventeen to twenty forms a day per person. Yeah. That kind of gives you an idea. I mean, we're—we're we're very busy. Wow, that seems yeah. like
0: seems like a big number actually when you start to multiply it out if you're doing if you've got 40 employees doing you know 17 uh requests a day or forms per day that seems like a lot to me um so the so that there's uh, orlando i, I guess there, it, what's the benefit overall for both the clinics and the patients on the clinics themselves outsourcing the service
2: Yeah, um, to add on a little bit of what Lucas was uh, stating in his earlier question, uh, we complete about 35,000, between 35 and 40,000 forms uh, a year. And um, that's not to include updates or uh, freebies that we do for some of our organizations. So um, it really does add up and it continues to grow. Um, But the benefit really is, is that, these forms are initiated most times by the patient. So whether they went to their employer um, or they went to their private in- insurance company, um, and this is typically outside of the normal scope for what our providers um, or physician practices do. So um, with us coming on board, they're able to satisfy the patient by taking on these forms, uh, whether it be for FMLA, which is you know going to help Uh, make sure that patient's job is protected or allow the patients to return to work safely. Um, Or if they're off of work, it allows them to be paid while they're off of work. And with this being time sensitive, uh, Metacopy MRO um, is able to take on um, these services and get them done in a timely manner versus uh, when the hospital is, you know, sometimes quoting seven to 10 business days to complete. Uh, This paperwork, but sometimes they only have, you know, 15 calendar days for this uh, for this paperwork to be submitted to their employer or insurance company. So um, the real benefit is eliminating phone calls or eliminating upset patients or uh, just eliminating staff having to uh, manage this uh, this workload um, when they could be focusing more on patient care.
0: Makes complete sense. Uh, it seems like, uh, you know, if you're looking at 35, 40,000 of these uh, being performed by your uh, group per year, that's that volume, you know certainly dictates that somebody else would have have to do that, as you said, that would be taken away from patient care. So completing those forms, uh, certainly an essential part of a benefit for the patients. Uh, in, in disability, is most of that so that the disability uh, would be granted uh, for the patient, or is it subsidizing the records themselves that are sent to disability?
2: Um, So, there's two different um, scenarios. So, for what the clinical forms exchange is, um, it is so benefits will be granted to the patient. So, whenever we're talking about the actual benefit forms or disability forms, as we commonly call them, patients have elected to receive short-term disability or long-term disability or accident claim forms. Um, So, with that said, you know, before the insurance companies Uh, issue those payments to the uh, patients. They want to make sure that it is legitimate or that um, the provider can support or uh, has documentation that they're now eligible for that benefit that they signed up for uh, due to them either, you know, being seen by the provider or being placed on restrictions or limitations by the provider. So um, it is typically to issue a benefit to the patient. So in turning
0: these around, that it seems like that, that two pieces of this, the, the content of the document and then just the speed at which you're able to uh, respond back with these forms seems to be an important, both of them seem to be an important part of your process. Have you gotten any feedback from directly from patients? Do you ever hear hear feedback that your service that you're providing is is expeditious in helping them get, uh, for instance, paid quick? You know, on to disability and paid quicker.
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, we've had one of our biggest uh, clinical forms exchange client come on board because simply because of our Google reviews. Um, they were looking at outsourcing. Um, this service line to someone and um, they chose us ultimately because they saw where patients uh, spoke highly of our um, clinical forms exchange and how we helped uh, save their job or how we uh, helped them get paid while they were not working. So uh, we have definitely heard some praises from patients um, due to us being able to have a quick turnaround time for this form completion service. Any
0: other uh, any other avenues? Are, is there a need in the hospital setting for forms completion, or is that primarily with the direct patient uh, provider?
2: Uh, I will say that uh, as we you know move forward post COVID, um, there are some hospitals that are starting to uh, complete more FMLA or disability paperwork. Um, I will say that clinics. Uh, see the higher volume of form completion or clinical da- or clinical form exchange, uh, but there still are hospitalists or um, larger uh, physician practices that um, are seeing a higher demand for patients requesting them to complete uh, disability paperwork. So um, I say any physician um, that has a patient where they've either had to keep them, whether as an inpatient or Um, they have have to see them more than uh, that one time, uh, can find themselves uh, being requested or asked to uh, complete um, paperwork for their patients.
0: Is there, do you see any difference between the specialties of practitioners, such as orthopedics receive more than you know internist or pediatrics or probably not pediatrics on disability or fmla but are there other practices or things that um that end up as a higher percentage of forms completion
2: certainly oh go ahead uh, lucas all right i was just
1: gonna jump in yeah so our main our main Practices that we get the most forms for are um, orthopedic. Um, another one that comes to mind is OBGYN. Those are probably the two big, larger scale ones that we get a lot of uh, forms for. But, I mean, we have a, a wide range of practices that we partner with um, across the board. So um, it's something that is definitely a need throughout each, each practice for sure.
2: Yeah. So as Lucas stated, you yeah, know, OBGYN orthopedic are going to be our top specialties, but um, a lot of our, some of our organizations have um, that mixed specialties and uh, we can do virtually just about all of those um, specialties, but specialties such as pain management or um, psych, you know, psych or behavioral, um, those tend to see less forms or like you said, pediatrics, just because. Um, with that specialty, it may not require our, the need for us. Um, so we have all those specialties, but um, pain management and uh, specialties such as that are a little bit lower volume.
0: Gotcha. Any other any other thoughts um, that you'd like to share on your exchange program with our listeners here? Um
1: we've got a system in place that really is is able to to guarantee you know the patients are going to receive their their form in a timely manner you know without delay um we pride ourselves on giving them the best customer service you know so that that patient's of satisfaction and um engagement is up because like i said earlier we want to make this as stress-free as possible you know for these patients and then on the other side of that you know that that client side or you know physician's office side one thing that we're really able to offer them is to give them kind of like i said take that weight off of their shoulders we can handle all their communication during the process um know all the patients can be directed to us um so we can really take that that stress of them having to deal with you know those high alert patients that are already frustrated and you know we're more than happy to take them on and you know give them the best care and you know help them throughout that process so it's really a win-win for everybody when you really look at you know everything on on paper i mean it's it's just a great system all around that that benefits everybody
0: I can certainly see that this is very beneficial to both parties, actually. Uh, Relieves the physician's practice from having to do that paperwork. And then in the response time, being able to turn those around quickly is a direct benefit to the patient uh, for both of those types of uh, forms, completion. Orlando, you were going to say something else?
2: Yeah, and uh, I was just going to add that Patients, both patients and uh, uh, the facilities or doctor's offices can be confident uh, in their forms being filled out uh, by our staff because our our staff has clinical experience. Um, But also before we uh, go live with um, our partnership, uh, we have uh, multiple calls and training sessions to make sure that uh, our staff is completing the forms, how the provider would complete them if they were completed internally. Um, So it's important to note that our staff, um, they're not making their own medical decisions. They are completing these forms based off of what the provider has indicated in the chart, or through special instructions or what we call a form completion guide um, that we've received uh, from the provider. Um, So that helps build that confidence that those forms are going to be completed accurately. Um, and I think that's important to know because that's a, a very common question um, that we get when partnering is how does our staff complete these forms um, how they're supposed to be completed
0: lucas and orlando it's certainly been a pleasure you know talking with you about this I, I think that this is a nice fit as the medical records centerpiece and the benefits that are gleaned for the in this case both the patient and the providers so that you can tease out of the documentation that's contained in the medical record, accurately complete these forms, and provide a service to both parties, the patient and the provider all together. So thank you for kind of giving us an overview of what claims form exchange looks like in the industry, and I really appreciate your time on the show today. Of course, thank you for having us.
1: Yes, thank you so much.
2: So
0: for more insights on a patient's medical record, visit the show's page at MROCORP.com and be sure to explore our additional resources and thought leadership on our website. Please check out our program on HealthCareNowRadio.com. And finally, be sure to connect with us on Twitter at MROCORP. Until we talk again, I'm your host, Don Hardwick.